To support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Thank you and enjoy the program. This episode is also brought to you by pbandjoey.com. Simple, honest, and delicious. Go to pbandjoey.com for the all-new dark roast coffee. That's pbandjoey.com for more information. pbandjoey.com. Hey, folks, open an account today with Weeble, and with just a $100 deposit, you'll get four free stocks. And if you refer a friend, you'll get two more. Such a simple way to start a portfolio with the power of a desktop, tablet, or cell phone. With Weeble, you'll get zero commission fees, access to pre-market trading, and in-depth analytical tools for more advanced users. If you want to support this program, go to positivesarcasm.com, click on the Weeble banner in the contact section. That way, I'll get free stocks, and you'll get free stocks. Now, that's something most of us can agree on. Terms and conditions do apply. See Weeble.com for more information. Thank you to Weeble, and please trade responsibly. So they're generally hitting the Moscato, too, because they need something sweet in their lives because their husband is f***ing sour. That ring on your finger? Some pygmy died digging that out of a f***ing hole for you to say, I do, and ruin some guys like, yeah, look at that dude. He's got a hernia shaped like a bag of f***ing pretzels that he just ate. You're going to Thailand? You're going to smash some dude. Going over there for guy time, but it's not with his buddies. What does it say on the bottle? Well, if it says that on the bottle, why did you put it on your head? All these actors did was shut their mouths because they didn't want to be run out of Hollywood. Now a bad batch of Chinese food has you blowing insurance premiums on vitamin f***ing D. Really too much. <laughs> That's what we're I going sound like Bill Maher. Really, John? Really? We can't do this anymore, auntie. I'll see you at the bar mitzvah. It's almost like it never existed, but it f***ing did. So do me a favor. Go f*** yourself. JRPositiveSarcasm.com Reporting here from the Sandbox Like, subscribe, share, donate PositiveSarcasm.com Slash donate Any amount is appreciated Please check out my other channels The original Positive Sarcasm uh, Concept channel And the all new uh, Positive Sarcasm Reaction Music channel If you like If you're into either one of those things Uh, Just got back from Fort Lauderdale Why Did I leave? Why did I leave? Well, maybe to compare the two. Um, I'm going to get just get right into it, you know, just keep this tight and simple. Um, obviously, let me put my biases um, in, in perspective here. Or let me put my these things in perspective here, all right? It has been a long two years of me not really traveling uh, anywhere outside of New, I guess, New England for the time being. So that I was itching to uh, get out of the area for a while. So that's issue number one. That is something that's to take into account. Um, Also, if you are curious about uh, if you're watching this, I I just changed over cameras. I went to something a little more simplistic with a little more amber color to it. Just something simple that's straightforward that I don't have to really play with much. I'm uh, I'm using my other camera for other assignments. This one I excuse me, I wanted to use for just strictly, I mean, I bought it a long time ago for podcasting, um, and it was going to be my second angle, but for now, it's just going to be my primary angle. It's simple enough for me to work with, so I think that's the best way to go. So if you're just confused, like, yeah, you look a little different, it's just because I went to a simpler setup with an uh, an amber touch to it, Um, so forgive me. Anyways, back to um, where I went. Okay, well, like I said, 
I haven't I haven't really traveled uh, per se because all of the restrictions and other chaotic stuff. I've been focusing on more local tasks. I've been focusing on trying to build up my channels, uh, make sure that I got back. And of course, you know, there was the the lawsuit. Of course, um, and there was all of that to get resituated. And it's like, okay, when am I actually gonna go and do? You know, maybe go see things. Well, the whole goal of moving to the seacoast was so they didn't have to travel much. So, but. Like I don't, I don't, like I said, I don't need much in life. I really have everything that I need, and I have plenty of things that I want. But I am a traveling type of person. I do enjoy traveling and seeing the sights, and uh, maybe there still is room in my life for that. Maybe there is still room in this world for that because it hasn't been easy for many people to do such a thing lately. Where did I go? Well, if you guys don't know, I was born in Venice, Florida. If uh, you're not familiar with Venice, Florida, it's on the West Coast side, and it's uh, part of Sarasota County. That's where I was born. To put it in even more perspective, West Coast Florida is where old people go to flat out die. Um, it is very boring. The drives are long. It's mostly golf courses and 55-plus communities. Granted, you do have Tampa Bay, but who gives a shit? Um, other than that, you really don't... I don't know if you'd count Key West as the west coast of Florida, but if you do, hey, great for you. Um, besides that, the west coast of Florida doesn't really do anything for me. You do have... I mean, you can live there. You can live there very inexpensively, but it's there is. There's beautiful places there. You can go to Cedar Key, you can go to St. Petersburg, you can go all the way down to Port Charlotte or Fort Myers, there's Naples. There's it is. It is a very pretty area that is loaded with nothing. Nothing. So why would I go I don't want to go back to nothing. I really did many times. I went to the west coast of Florida. That's all we did was go to the west coast of Florida. And Orlando and Orlando doesn't count as Eastern Seaboard because it's just Orlando Orlando is in 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 the state it's by Kissimmee or Kissimmee but that's in the middle of the state so when you're in the middle of the state there's only two things to do go to Disney World and go boar hunting besides that there's no other purpose I mean for being in mid being in the middle of Florida and to, for me, there's no reason to be on the west coast of Florida either. But some people, that's their preference, and I, I'm not going to judge you on it. All right, maybe I will. But the concept here is I can't stand the west coast of Florida. It is hot, but it's boring hot. And this was this went on for years, of every year, going to Florida. Every year, going to Florida. Always on the west coast. Always on the West Coast, being bored as shit. Bored as shit. And then one day, I got an invitation to go to Palm Beach for a bar mitzvah. A bar mitzvah. And when I got to Palm Beach, my entire concept of Florida, my entire ideal of Florida, completely changed. Completely changed. I landed, I think, in Fort Lauderdale. Landed in Fort Lauderdale, 
drove about 90 minutes. We'll get to Fort Lauderdale in a minute. Drove 90 minutes up the coast to Palm Beach. Got a got a, an Airbnb in West Palm. You walk, which is very nice. There's a, there's a lot going on in West Palm Beach, which is really cool. And obviously, the, you have access to all kinds of different stuff, all kinds of different areas, all different kinds of different food. And then you walk over the bridge in the morning. You see the sun come up over West Palm. You walk across the bridge, and there's Palm Beach. There's Manalanapan. There's Mar-a-Lago. There's that whole area of Palm. And Fort Myers. Is it Fort Myers? Uh, wait. Not Fort Myers. What's the other one? Fort, um, the fuck's it called? Let me zoom in here. Hold on. Not Vero Beach. Vero Beach is awesome, though. It's, uh, West Palm, Palm Beach. Oh, excuse me. Lake Worth. So you have Lake Worth and Palm Beach right next to each other. Lake Worth is where I got, to this day, the greatest cup of coffee I have ever had. Greatest cup of coffee I ever had. Little Cuban spot. Basically, I think it just boiled down to them with Cafe Bustelo, but I'm not sure. And the lady was like, sugar? I'm like, no sugar. She's like, no sugar? And I'm like, no sugar. She's like, okay. And she gave me these because they're used to dumping sugar in their coffee. But I get my sugar from the churros that they gave me and dipping the churro into the coffee and eating it that way. And it was glorious. Cubano coffee is, in my opinion, I mean, it it ranks up there with Arabian blends. It ranks up there with the with the floral, fruity South American blends. And just the way it's brewed, for the money, it's the best, probably the best coffee you could ever have. And it's small and it's powerful, delicious. This is right in Lake Worth. Now Lake Worth is basically right next to Palm Beach. But being introduced to the eastern seaboard in such a way was so fantastic and so life-changing that, I mean, right, I mean, the second time I went down to Palm Beach, I fucking hated it because of the company I was with. But I knew that I loved that place just by being there on my own would be life-changing. And I thought about it. Like, if I was to ever live somewhere else, where would it be? And Palm Beach was that answer. Palm Beach was that, first of all, you know, you got a quarter million Jews down there, so I, I fit right in. You have you have really good restaurants. You have uh, transportation. You have access to the Eastern Seaboard. I'm sure you can find jobs around the area between Lake Beach, Jupiter Beach, Port St. Luch, Fort Pierce, Delray Beach, Boca Raton. Palm, uh, I mean, you Boynton. You have, you, and then you have all of West Palm, and you have the inner areas. You know, near the manage the the Corbett Man, Wildlife Management Area, it's great. I didn't think I would like any place as much as West, as much as I did Palm Beach, and I still love Palm Beach to this day. Palm Beach mixed with mixed with Lake Worth is a can't miss as a chill vacation, or as a long getaway, or as a place you maybe just want to retire to. Absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt. Now it does fly; it does cost more. To fly into Palm Beach. Uh, Fort Lauderdale is the big airport. Now, like I said, Palm Beach was everything I expected. Everything I, well, not everything I expected. Everything I, I 
I dreamed Florida should have been, and apparently is. He just I was on the wrong side of the, the state. Sorry. Now the, the the second time I went there, I went to Palm. I went all the way up to Vero Beach. I went all the way down to Miami, and I made a pit stop at Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale didn't do anything for me the first time because I didn't spend any. And I'll be honest, I didn't spend enough time there to do anything. I didn't know anything about Fort Lauderdale. I just I saw it as the landing zone for cruise ships and overpriced jet ski rentals, and it didn't appear to be anything more than that. It just looked like a landing point for people on the east coast of Florida. Um, that changed dramatically. So, for example, I was I was perfectly okay with living by um, living by the seacoast in New Hampshire because. You get all four seasons. It's beautiful here in the summertime by the ocean. The people are so much nicer. There's a ton to do. Uh, and like I said, it's you can go up and down the seacoast within 30 minutes. Just driving the seacoast, which is great. Um, but there are some changes that are happening right now in New Hampshire that I, I don't necessarily like. Number one, it's become more of a New Hampshire chooses, which basically um, what I'm saying is, because of the uh, of 2020 and 2021, the prices on rentals, the and inflation, and the prices on real estate, all real estate, have skyrocketed, absolutely skyrocketed. You have mobile homes going for, that went for between thirty and fifty thousand dollars, now going for for between eighty and a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. You have little tiny cottages or little tiny single capes that maybe sold for like 250 300 going for a half a million dollars. And fucking forget living actually in like in Hampton Beach. You try to get a condo in this, a, a little tiny shitty condo, which would double as a Motel 6 in New Haven, Connecticut. Uh, that goes for $250,000, $200,000, $170,000 at the minimum. And you get... No amenities. No amenities whatsoever. So I'm thinking to myself, and we just had we had two towns that just ended their mask ordinance, which is annoying enough because that was the largest town on our seacoast, Portsmouth. Thankfully, just the other day, they lifted their mask mandate. But I'm thinking to myself, is this a turn for something else? How... What is our seacoast? And that, that's Exeter, Northampton, Rye, Portsmouth, Seabrook. What is it going to be like, or maybe in Stratum and Greenland, what is that going to be like in, in, in a year, two years? Is it just going to get bought up and overpriced and blown up no matter what the housing market does, up or down? Is it, gonna be, is it even going to be possible to live here? And basically, if I just said, fuck it, I'm done with the state, which is entire, I mean, I don't, I didn't know where else to go. I didn't think about I, I didn't think about that. I just was trying to cling on to this dream of mine of living by New Hampshire Seacoast, which is still a very nice dream. But living by the ocean is something I've always wanted to do. And I'm never really sure that – I never really thought of packing it all up and getting the hell out of here until I landed in Fort Lauderdale and actually stayed in Fort Lauderdale for more than 10 minutes. Spent the whole week there. And 
we got there. The first night, the first night, my entire mindset changed. Me and a buddy of mine, uh, or buddy of mine and I, uh, landed around like, I don't know, 5 o'clock or something like that. So, whatever, I don't fucking remember. We, and we just said, okay, let's let's just go get a drink. He wanted to go get a drink. I'm like, all right, fine. You know, I mean, I was looking good too. Like when I got down there, my uh, my body weight was on point. I was, you know, lean. I was like, nice. I am so ready for Florida. I am in Florida shape. But what Florida threw back at me was a Panera, a Panera catering box of, you got a lot of planning to do before you want to come hang with us. We got there. We went to a place called Cuba Libre, which is in Lo- which is on Las Olas in downtown Fort Lauderdale. And my God, like first of all, Cuba Libre is just kind of a hot spot for drinks and and you know halfway decent food. But to go there and just sit there and chill, first of all, the spot is sweet because you're watching hundred and fifty thousand dollar cars just parked on the side of the road going by. I mean, it, it was it was out of control. But the whole strip was like that. The whole strip was like that, and I was just astonished. I'm like, my, my brain's perception of Fort Lauderdale just was melting from the moment I landed. And I get it. It's February up here, and it's, you know, I we took off. It was fucking 20 degrees out. We land there, it's 70 with Florida humidity. So obviously, we're in good spirits. So I'm taking this, I'm, I'm, I'm weighing these things out. Now, what the, the one thing about Fort Lauderdale is their traffic is, I wouldn't say crazy, but it's more fast-paced. So you have to get used to that. But the cars down there were clean. The cars down there look good. Um... And if you're not constantly doing airport runs, who gives a shit? The, the traffic moves. Uh, even the PD cars looked good. Fort Lauderdale Police, they looked good. So evening one, Cuba Libre, it was nice. Our server was from Bar Harbor. She asked us where we were from and blah, blah, blah. I was like, all right, fine. Okay, play your game. And she's like, oh, I'm from Bar Harbor, Maine. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. How about that? Isn't it a coincidence? But uh, that evening, I was like, okay, all right, you got my attention. Then we wake up in the morning. Um, I head down, as I always do. It's 5 a.m. It's like, that's what I'm getting up. That's what I'm getting up. They got breakfast for us. I eat breakfast. I'm like, okay. So first thing we did after we, before we got to, shit, let me backtrack. The first uh, thing we did was we got off the airport and I said, all right, let's head to Publix. And let's go and just hit the grocery store and load up for the week so that we don't have to eat out constantly because I don't know what we're going to you know, get for food or whatever. First thing we did, went to, went to Publix. I grabbed like seven, I grabbed $72 worth of groceries. All salad stuff that I normally buy here. Um, I probably overspent by about, I'd say, $10 because $10, I did not realize what was in store for me this week. No, I definitely overspent by about 15 bucks, which is on me because I was I was preparing um, because the Publix was 22 minutes away, so I couldn't walk there. I could walk anywhere else. I just couldn't walk to Publix. 
Um, so we get we get we get to Publix. We grab our food. We're walking to. We hail a lift. The lift comes to pick us up. So we basically have all of our carry-on luggage, and we've also got $140 between the two of us of groceries. So we're throwing that all in the trunk. We get in the car. This guy Nathan from Belarus is driving the car. He just goes. He he just says Joseph, and I go yes sir. He goes. You Jewish? It's like, I, huh? How do they know? How do they smell me out? How does that the first thing that you know you point out, you figure out? It's like, how is that possible that you would know or ask? He knew it. He knew before I even asked the question. He knew before I before he asked the question. Joseph? Yes. You Jewish? <laughs> what? Like, I don't have a Jewish last name. I have a Sicilian last name. And I have a strong alpha male first name. I, okay. All right. Got my attention. So on the way to the hotel, he's telling us about slow cookers and stuff. It's like, you've got to, you want to just buy, buy big chicken, put in pot, and let it. I'm like, dude, I, dude, come on. You're, you're, talk, you're talking to me. I know everything about crockpots. Just don't worry about it, okay? I got this, dude. I'm the kid who, when he went to college, would have pork stew or chicken stew or beef stew sitting on top of our microwave in the dorm room. And then by the time I got back in the afternoon from class, the thing would be fucking – because it was on simmer, it would be bubbling on the top. And the whole hallway smelled like the food I was cooking in the crock pot. It was was amazing. Amazing. I remember when I cooked the brats and beer one day. Oh, my God. That hallway – Whew. It, it, it smelled like Subway at 6 a.m. when they're unfreezing the bread and rising it. It's so, it was delicious. It was hilarious, but delicious. So, hotel was very nice. Um, I forgot my drone, apparently, at the de- at the front desk, but they saved it for me. Uh, shout out to Janae from the Fairfield in uh, Marriott in Fort Lauderdale for not stealing my drone. I appreciate it. Uh, Janae, you're an angel. I love you, dear. Thank you for saving my equipment. Uh, because I just had so much shit when I walked into the uh, when I walked into the lobby. Um, I just I let I grabbed everything, grabbed the groceries, and da 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 da. And then I put my drone on the on the counter there at the check-in, and then walked upstairs. And I was like, something's missing. Emailed the Lyft driver and emailed the front uh, the front desk. Or no, I talked to the front desk and I said blah blah blah. And they emailed me right away and said, we got you. And I was like, oh, yeah. So, got back, you know, and so had breakfast. And I'm like, okay, breakfast is taken care of. So now I don't need the groceries for the breakfast. Um, then we get to where we're going because we're there for business purposes. You know, that's who I am. I'm all business. We get to the place. They have Panera for us. And it's like, uh-oh. Now I'm, be, now I'm in deep shit. Thank God this hotel has a gym because I'm going to be working off. Panera calories are the worst calories. Panera is so dense. It's like – and it doesn't taste like – it's like if you ate a rock but the rock tastes like soft, chewy croissants. It was amazing. So they had all that, bagels, the bagels and cream cheese, all that stuff. 
but they had we didn't even bother to go look for coffee first of all we had a little coffee pot in in uh each of the hotel i'm like perfect i'm perfectly happy with shitty hotel coffee in the uh, hotel room just to get started for the day oh the first day was fucking fantastic because i went to start the little keurig machine that they had for us and didn't even put the goddamn coffee mug underneath the fucking thing so it just bled out all over the goddamn uh countertop so i'm like great good job um so i had to start again but we already had breakfast because they serve a breakfast downstairs i'm like sweet there's that second thing panera bread up okay time it's free so of course you have to stuff it in your face and you have to have more than one so there's that but they oh this coffee machine they had they had this like um it was an automatic coffee machine it's like one of those things when you go to the you go to the 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 gas station and they got that cappuccino one that just basically it's half coffee half cream and then half sugar so or half sugar quarter cream quarter coffee but it wasn't just like a cappuccino that was filled with sugar they had espresso americano flat white cappuccino latte mocha uh, hot cocoa and french vanilla latte but they had all the lattes they had and obviously i went through all of them and they were awesome this thing was probably a few grand and it just was like no problem you just hit the button and then you decide how strong your coffee is gonna you, you want the coffee in to be one two or three and then you just press the start button and then when for, within 45 seconds you have an awesome cappuccino an awesome flat white an awesome latte and then if you want to just fill to the top you just want to fill to the top you go ahead and hit the espresso button or you hit the americano button and just make it strong and fill that shit up to the top and then boom you've got a full coffee full cappuccino full latte and you can mix, mix and match. And I was like, this is incredible. I, the first day, I must have drank like all fucking five of the options. And then I'm like, I gotta go, like, run around town. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go to the beach. Okay, well, what beach? Um, the one that's 45 minutes away on foot. I'm like, all right, I'm on my way. My buddy calls me, he goes, yo, where are you at? I go, the beach. How far away is that? About an hour. I'm at the mall. I'll see you in an hour. Because <laughs> I realized, here's the most important thing about me when I travel. I open my bag, and I realize, oh my god, I do not have enough V-necks. I only have enough V-necks for two days. This is a problem. I need more V-necks. So I went and got more V-necks. I walked 45 minutes to the beach another 24 minutes up the beach, and another 10 minutes across the bridge to find a Dillard's, a Macy's, all overpriced as fuck. I'm just looking for V-necks. They had V-necks there for like $50. That's another problem. The actual boutique stores, $500 for a cocktail shirt? Who the fuck buys that? So I did manage to find some like, all right, sweet, some nice shirts, just some decent you know, throw on shirts. I checked every single collar to make sure none of them were made in China. And uh, believe me, I'm sticking to that. So, you know, I found some, I found them all. They were not made in China. So I bought them, threw them in the thing, walked back an hour to the hotel, cleaned up. And I said, all right, let's head out for night two.
We head out for night two. Where do we go? All right. I literally just hold on. I actually can send the text. I can show you. I can I can uh, look up the text right now. Uh, let's see. There it is. Let's see. Do 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 do. do. Gonna send heading back to the office. Don't care about that. Don't care about that. E one we tested today. Shitty. No, you actually shot. Okay. Is this right? Let's see here. I got time. Oh. I think our texts were uh, very short and sweet. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. When did they say this is this is Monday? When did they say breakfast was? My response. I ate it all. Okay. Let's see. Okay. Uh, heading back towards. Okay. I'm first floor blue couch. Okay. Heading over. You got the card. Yep. Heading to the southern gate right now. Copy. All right. Wait, okay. All right, ETA 45. Oh, oh, that was, um, all right, cool. So I get back, 7.42 p.m. This was, oh, this is Wednesday. So I think, um, yeah. I send him a, t oh, that was, oh, I know what day it was. So we just go over to Luigi's, this little spot. We sat outside. We had just the standard, uh, you know, you know, margarita pizza. The standard, it was good. It was very, very good. We had a, 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 just a slight amount of drinks. We went to the cigar bar first, because you know, gotta. Um, and cigar bars, cigars mess me up something fierce. So after we did that, I was like, all right, let's go do this. We just walking down this strip called Las Olas. It's amazing. It's so lively. Everybody's in such a good mood. Um, we walked down to Luigi's, had a, deli had a delicious pizza, ate the whole goddamn thing, and the galamar that came with it. That was good, too. Um, and boom, we squared up and left. Tuesday, we stayed in. Tuesday was, was nice. We just kind of stayed in, took a break. Uh, I worked out, had more Panera bread, had, of course, another 16 coffees from the coffee machine, and it was awesome. Awesome. But we kind of – that night, it was like, all right, groceries – Let's get through those. Wednesday. Wednesday, I simply just say, I just send a text, and it just says, pizza. And I get a response, I'll be out in a second. And that was it. That's it. That's all I need. This? Yes. Done. We went down, went to a place called uh, Rossi's, I think it was. It was like an Italian restaurant. This place was getting destroyed it was so freaking packed it was awesome and yet so the first thing they did is ask us do we have reservations reservation no we get there i'm uh, i'm cleaned up it was a beautiful night out the place was slammed people were having a blast laughing and yelling and stuff but we didn't get a reserve we didn't have a reservation so what happens no problem we get seated right away. They bring us to this booth that's right by the street so we can look out and see all the awesome cars, all the activities that are going on. We can see the restaurant from where we are. It's a huge four-seater that they give to the two of us. No problems whatsoever. We get an awesome server. I believe it is Rossi's. I'll have to look it up. Um, I'll look it up in a minute. And we start going through the menu. And this place is like okay, I don't, I, I'm not, I'm not a beer guy, but 
I, I could go for a bottle of wine, or not a bottle, a glass or something. And we go through it, I'm like, I know the pizza that I want to get here. But I was looking at their pastas, and I'm like, hmm, something with San Marzano sauce. Don't even know what it is. But I'm looking at the setup, and it was basically Galamar with the San Marzano sauce and angel hair. But I'm like... I said to the guy, he's like, fresh pastas, you can get anything you want. I'm like, I don't know about angel hair, because angel hair is small, kind of doesn't really soak up the the, uh, the, the, the juice and the sauce. It kind of just doesn't – I like it, but to me it's like eating Lipton soup, which I don't have a problem with, but still. But I'm like, can I get something a little thicker, like a linguine or a fettuccine or a, uh, a bucatini? And he goes, yeah, bucatini. Bucatini is basically a thick spaghetti noodle. And it's amazing because it's you can chew it. You can chew it. You don't feel like you're being cheated when you eat when you eat bucatini. Especially if it's um if it's fresh. Then there's something to this. But we get both of these plates. We get I get the I try the pizza. Pizza's fucking delicious. Uh, and then I try this this plate with bucatini, and it is out of control. It's one of the. It's, and honestly, when it comes to eating out, I'm not a big fan of it because I just assume that, and most for the most part, for the money, I can go back and do it myself. That's how I am a lot of the times. It's like it's over because I I'm jaded by where I live because the food here is not good. It really isn't. There's nothing to beat a drum about. It's really not that good. It's not. It's overpriced. It's blasé. There's not a lot of flavor or it's too fucking salty. And it's all about fried fish and chips. It really is. We're very British when it comes to the flavor of food. Oh, we got seafood platters. We got fried seafood. Whoop-de-doo. I don't care. Um, but this, arguably, the best meal I've ever had out and it wasn't a hundred dollars well after after a 30% tip it was but it was awesome we ate everything and of course free bed you gotta have the free bread and oil but it was amazing it was am it was so good the va the, 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 the the people the server the food the, the attention to detail, the sarcasm from the server, I, I'm game for that. The uh, just in the the vibe of the environment and the street that we were on, it was awesome. Everything smelled amazing. Everything looked amazing. I'm gonna tell you something about Fort Lauderdale, man. It is the cleanest city I have ever visited in my entire life. It is as clean, if not cleaner. Than Disney World. It even in a lot of the parts of town, it smells good, and I don't mean smells good like ooh, that's, that's a Chinese restaurant down the street. I can smell it from here. It's like no, you're walking by this apartment building or by this gym that you can see into, and it smells like flowers. It smells like candles. It smells like somebody is venting perfume out into the street. And the difference between Fort Lauderdale and San Francisco. Is when a dog shits on the sidewalk in Fort Lauderdale, they clean it up. A person shits on the sidewalk in San Francisco, and it sits there for days. I know this because I've been to both towns.
and I can tell you something about Fort Lauderdale. The cleanest city and the most enjoyable city I've ever visited. Ever. I enjoyed my time greatly in Charleston. Charleston is the only city that can come close to the amount of enjoyment I had there. And you know what? It's not even comparable because, yeah, did I spend a few days in, in Charleston, South Carolina? Yeah, I thought it was nice. But I knew very well that there was a lot. The bulk of Charleston was probably a shitty neighborhood. And I think it's gone down considerably over the past several years. But Palm Beach, or excuse me, Palm Beach was gorgeous when I was there. And I'm assuming it's, it was gorgeous when I was there. And I'm assuming it's gorgeous when it's gorgeous now. But Fort Lauderdale, after everything that the, the world has been through, everything that the United States has been through, everything that Florida has been through, Fort Lauderdale looks almost spotless. I, what a, I misrepresented or I was wrong about Fort Lauderdale or I just didn't give it enough credit. It's the greatest U.S. city I've ever visited. Ever. Los Angeles, San Antonio, San Francisco, New York City, Orlando, Palm Beach, Miami, Tampa Bay, Boston, Portland, Portsmouth, Manchester. I, I, what do you compare it to? Tell me what's better. you got cruise ships going in and out. People landing there, going out, having a good time, getting drunk, getting old on these cruise ships. Awesome. Come back in. No problem. They handle it. No problem. I even think they handled some of the trade when the trade routes were all fucked up. I'm pretty sure that their governor was sending in, you know, supply ships into Fort Lauderdale so that they could ease the issues there. So that's take that into account. Um, ooh, let me mute that. So I'm I'm just absolutely blown away. Absolutely blown away. The hope that sorry i had i look at this i just switched over to video captured a new a new video capture device apparently it had its volume go but uh hopefully it doesn't cause an issue um but be as it may but anyways back to fort lauderdale clean smells good looks really good a bop in town like fucking shit's moving around at night people are in good spirits the melting pot of people working hard uh, people working hard day and night, people going out, having a good time, uh, having respect for their surroundings, having respect for their cars, having respect for people around them. Big town, big city full of people. I didn't see any fighting. I saw a little bit of homelessness, but not even close to what I saw in Manchester. Fort Lauderdale, what's the population of up Fort Lauderdale's population. Just Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale population. Fort Lauderdale's population uh, in Brow is the largest city in Broward County. 2019 census estimates the city has an estimated 182,000. Uh, is a principal city of Miami Metropolitan, which was home to an estimated 6 million people. Now, that's Fort Lauderdale. Hundred and eighty-two thousand. Manchester, 
Hampshire population has an estimated 115,000. So, 185 versus 115. And there are homeless people in the city of Manchester everywhere. Everywhere. I saw four. My entire time in Fort Lauderdale, I saw four homeless people. Four. Okay, three. I saw three homeless people and one person who I'm not sure about who was walking up and down the street. Here's the thing. It's sunny all the time. Sometimes the, the rain comes in and blasts for like 10 minutes and, dry, and it dries up just as quickly. I'm sitting there on the 16th floor of the Bank of America building looking down. People are doing yoga. Doing little yoga. They're doing Zumba class like right there. I can see across or everybody's in the pool or out next to the pool doing freaking exercising. They have these giant uh, uh, towers with you know penthouse freaking pools. The call the the Botox uh, Botox Cougars up there, they're sweethearts. They got their little dogs. They're walking around every. Hi, this is so and so and this. Looking for a uh, you know, well I'm looking for a sugar mama. So, um, now, is it expensive to live in West Palm or excuse me, is it expensive to live in Fort Lauderdale? Oh, absolutely, it can be. Depends on what you're looking for. Depends on what you're looking for, but Fort Lauderdale covers a lot of square mileage, and it has a lot of respectful communities around it. So if you look hard enough, there's places like Plantation, you have Pompano Beach, you have Hollywood. You can also venture further inland. We can go to Weston, you can go to Pembroke Pines, Silverland, there's Sunrise, there's Lauderdale Lakes, there's Tamarack. So you, ha you have a lot of areas. And after that, it becomes... Re uh, wildlife reservations after that it all stops so everything is concentrated towards the eastern seaboard everything else is just all preserves all wildlife which is amazing everything is awesome there fort lauderdale as far as i'm concerned best city i've ever visited and i'd like for others to stake their claim as far as what's a better city now, can you uh, can you live there? Yes, you absolutely can. Absolutely can live. How would you live there? Simply, I think you would go down there and get a condo. If you wanted to get a condo, little condo in Fort Lauderdale, it would cost you the same as if you were to get a condo up here. But you, your condo down there would have more amenities. You'd be surrounded by way more stuff, and there's way more selection in Fort Lauderdale. For, uh, for these condos and regardless of whether you're 55 plus either one because they have a lot of 55 plus communities down there because it is very much stigmatized as a retirement area but you can get as a person if you have 10 or 20 down you can go ahead and get a condo down there condo down there for between 150 in Fort Lauderdale I'm just saying strictly Fort Lauderdale between 150 and 180 grand if you look hard enough and you stay focused on I want to go there. I want to live there. I'm going to start aggressively looking for a place to live. There you go. And they got some of the and Florida is home to arguably the uh, one of the greatest uh, grocery stores in the United States. Now, obviously, Texas has H-E-B, which is unarguable. That may arguably be the best. 
But Publix is amazing. Publix has very fresh produce, very fresh fruit, and a whole giant selection. Because they know they have a lot of people down there, a lot of different ethnicities, and a lot of different places, so they have to have a lot of different variety. And they don't play games. They have a lot of cool stuff down there. So Publix is one of the best comes to grocery shopping. What else? So to live in Fort Lauderdale, where in most of Fort Lauderdale is basically you have your beach, and then you have the, the river. Basically, you have a river that goes in between them. Oh, the river actually though, that'd be called something. It's like an aisle. Basically, you have an aisle that separates the boats from the from heading out to sea. So you basically you have your beach, you have your condos on the beach, your hotels and all your restaurants. Then behind it, you have the aisle with the with the with the tri-coastal intercoastal waters. And in there, you have a bunch of million-dollar houses. But you also have a ton of condos. And you can find one near Oakland Park for like 150 to $180,000 and live life simply down there by the seacoast. Enjoy your, enjoy your time, beautiful weather, no matter what. And you're closer to the water, so you're always going to get that breeze. Awesome. Now let's say, for example, you don't have the down payment for a $150,000, condo right there by the ocean. A lot of the surrounding towns buy Fort Lauderdale because where we are, we're used to driving 20 minutes, 25 minutes, 30 minutes, some people even 45 minutes to their work, to wherever they're going. Here, 20, 25 minutes, you can live near Fort Lauderdale and the condos were going for as little as $50,000. The ones I first saw were between 60 and 80. How amazing is that? So you can aggressively search down there, get a job, then move down. Because down the, because they say, the server that we talked to over at Cuba Libre, that it's very paycheck to paycheck and you end up... Well, I don't know if I, I appreciate her honesty from her point of view, but because Fort Lauderdale is so upscale, everybody's trying to play their part by driving the sweetest cars, by wearing the nicest clothes, and by always going out and being part of the fray. I don't know if that's necessarily needed. If you just, especially up here where you're focusing on like me, what I have, da, 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 do that down there, you can live down there. Then you can sell that condo because that condo will sell, will live somewhere else. Like I said, the real estate, the ease of finding real estate down there is much better. It's much better. Especially in Fort Lauderdale. If you're looking for a condo, you can absolutely... Um, housing, more difficult if you're looking But, like I said, it was awesome. As far as being able to find uh, a, a place to live, tons of places to work, banks for days if you want to work at a bank. They have hospitals. And as far as, well... Y'all knowing COVID, that that whole little thing, there are pockets of it. There are hints of it of people, some people wearing masks. There are some signs saying, please wear a mask, blah, blah, blah. But doesn't apply to you. If you say to yourself, it doesn't apply to me, nothing 
said back to you. You live life how you choose down there. As soon as I got off the plane, walked outside, I felt zero pressure and I was suddenly in a good mood. I cannot tell you how awesome my experience how humbling uh, was to realize like I never got to see how fucking awesome this town is how much it has to offer how convenient it is to get to a lot of these things and it's like oh my god I don't have to have two cars down I could just sell the Lincoln and drive in my Mustang in Florida for the rest of my life and that would be so awesome. And this would be my fuck it plan. If I came to the realization that New Hampshire was just becoming an extension of Massachusetts and it was just going to get turned into utter shit, overpriced bullshit, I could just say, you know what? Fuck this place, fuck New England, and bounce. Because you bit the hand that feeds you. The blue-collar worker, the person who wanted to be creative, who spent many, many years in his high school days here giving you all he's got and you give him nothing in fucking return? Kick rocks. I'm going back to the place of my birth and making it the place of my death. You name me a better city on the eastern seaboard because you can't name me a better city on the western seaboard. You just can't. Western Florida cannot compete. Texas is great, but it's got no ocean. It's got the Gulf of Mexico. That doesn't count. California is basically the western seaboard. And that's it. And I am all set with that shit. Name me a better city on the eastern seaboard. On the water. We'll start all the way at the top. We'll even... Let me just go ahead and click... Uh, let's take a look here. Let's start over here, Bar Harbor. Bar Harbor is a tiny little town full of little seaside... They got, maybe they got good food there. Okay, fine. Give me an idea how freaking cold it is up there right now. It's good for a weekend getaway. Nothing further. What's after that? Portland. Portland's yuppie fuck town. Okay. Portland has does nothing for me. It's a nice place where I went to saw I saw concerts there once, once or twice, and I had some okay food. But I would never live there in a thousand years. So that's that city can pass. First of all, Booth Bay Harbor is a town. We're focusing on cities. Portland is out. Portsmouth. Portsmouth used to be a town with a lot of good restaurants, uh, kind of a rough, a little more rough and tumble, a little more blue collar. Has some job opportunities, but it's lacking in so many categories. And this pandemic really did kind of shed a light on a lot of its things and a lot of the mindset of the people in that town. And quite frankly, it's out. And you have to deal with the winter time, and you have to deal with all the bullshit in that town. Quite frankly, I think it's kind of now. Nah, it's just first of all, comparing it to Fort Lauderdale, Portsmouth doesn't hold a candle. So we move on. What's after that? Going down the east. And we're still in freezing temperatures, by the way. We have Newburyport. We have Boston. Newburyport is a beautiful city in Massachusetts. But it's in Massachusetts. And that brings about all the cons of Massachusetts. All of them. 
So if you live in Massachusetts, even if it's in Newburyport, the beautiful uh, uh, cinematic movie-like town that probably filmed, filmed Dennis the Menace or some Stephen King novel in there. It's a beautiful town. Massachusetts. Quite frankly, it's got one small strip and it's probably not a place I'd want to live. If it was part of New Hampshire, we can have a conversation. But other than that, because it's in that state, it's got a lot going against it. Boston used to be a cool city, used to have a lot going for it. It's got mandates and it's got parking issues. And now it's got crime. And now it's got insane prices to live in. It's got woke colleges. And it's in the wintertime, it's cold as fuck. And if you don't do what the city's mandate of you as far as cleaning your snow properly on your sidewalk, they will find the shit out of you. And there's taxes for days. So Boston, out. So we go further down the seacoast. What else do we have? Providence. Providence is technically kind of on the seacoast, but it's not really on the seacoast. Providence, Rhode Island has some nice has some nice areas. It has some nice food. But not a place I want to live. Definitely not a place I'd want to drive. Traffic cameras everywhere. And it has crime. Legit crime. So that's out. As far as the seacoast, we have Newport. I'm not leaving fucking Newport. Or they're in line life. So we move on. What's after that? New York. New York. Skyrocketing crime. Shitty mayor. Shitty governor. Vaccine mandates. High prices. High cost of living. And it's a dump. It used to be a city that challenged you. Make, would make or break people, but now they just go out of their way to break people. There are kids getting shot in this town. They're dragging kids. Cops are dragging kids out of restaurants because they don't have their vaccine. The fuck's that shit? I can't support this town in any capacity. So New York, 100% out for all reasons you can possibly. As we move south. And I will let you know that uh, the towns that I haven't been to, you can argue your point with. So we keep moving. Where are we? New Jersey. What? Like, what kind of, what's in New Jersey? Atlantic City? Please. Let's not, don't even talk to me about Atlantic City. Don't talk to me about, well, anything. I'm sure there there are nice places to live in New Jersey. They just on the sea, it ain't on the seacoast and it ain't a city. That's for goddamn sure. So that's out. What's after that? As we move further down. Okay. Virginia Beach. Now, thankfully, Virginia has more of an, uh, has politically gotten a little more of its normalcy back. But it is still Virginia. Still got some problems. And there's still a lot to be debated. Washington, D.C. is just up the, just up the pass. So I don't know what Virginia Beach is like. I don't know if you technically call it a city, but I can tell you this much. Washington, D.C. is out. Baltimore is 100% out. And is that Delaware? If it is, I don't care. Nothing in There's nothing in Delaware. Delaware doesn't have it. We don't even need to talk about Delaware. Delaware has nothing to offer. So this whole area from Washington 
Virginia Beach. I don't see what you could offer me that I didn't want to. And it still snows in Virginia Beach. Let's keep moving here. So now we are, we're getting into the Carolinas. So we have North Carolina. What do we got? Myrtle Beach. Oh, that's excuse me, South Carolina. We have Wilmington. Wilmington, North Carolina. Now, this is the one place I have actually not visited when it comes to our East Wilmington, I don't know anything about. I hope, or even this town, Jacksonville. I don't know much about it. I hope that it has some value. I hope that it's open and free for all. And I hope it's a good place to live. If you think that for some reason, Wilmington, North Carolina, or Jacksonville, North Carolina, are comparable, close, or better than Fort Lauderdale, please bring your arguments up to me, because I would love to hear. But that's North Carolina. Now, South Carolina, I know a little bit about, okay? I know Myrtle's Inlet, Pauley's Island, Charleston, Myrtle Beach. Myrtle Beach is nice. It's okay. But to me, nah, first of all, not really a city. Doesn't have as much to offer. The food isn't as good. It's way more touristy. It tastes more tourist. Put it that way. But Myrtle Beach doesn't compare. Charleston was an enjoyable city. It also has uh, Mount Pleasant right across the bridge and Isle of Palms, which was fun on which was fun on scooters. But Isle of Palms is mostly just houses. Mount Pleasant has some decent stuff. It was a nice area. Um, good place to visit. Charleston, good cigars, food, nice town. I don't know if it's gotten nicer though. It's actually I had some issues when I was there, and I think it's going to have continuing issues forward. So, the doubts I have about Charleston are justified. So, we continue down the seacoast, all the way down. All right, last stop, Georgia. The closest we can get with Georgia is a town called Brunswick and a town called Savannah. Savannah's not even really on this on the seacoast. They have this whole wildlife refuge that's completely in the way. Got to move those fucking birds. And it's basically South Carolina. But it is a smaller town. I've been to Georgia. It is nice. Atlanta is fucking terrible. But for the most part, it's I don't know if that one would pass. But so these are the three towns you want to argue. You want to argue North Carolina's uh, Wilmington and well, yeah, whatever. But whatever is in North Carolina. So, and then finally, you have Savannah, and you can prove to me or Brunswick. But most of them are hidden from the seacoast by this giant wildlife refuge. And by this point. You're on your way to Florida. Jacksonville. Um, then there's St. Augustine. And there's Palm. There's Daytona, Palm Coast. And there's Daytona, St. Augustine Beach. And there's Daytona Beach. But at this point, if you're going to be living there, might as well make your day, way down to Palm Beach. You're going to make your way all the way down to Palm Beach. We're getting closer to what the true realization is. Is that Fort Lauderdale... Could very well be 
the greatest city on our eastern seaboard. Honestly. I remember crying when I left San Francisco the first time. I'd be crying if I had to go back. Fort Lauderdale was so special. Seriously. Go there. Stay there. Walk there. I felt safe. I felt confident. I enjoyed my time. They got this bike rental service. A lot of places do, but this beat this uh cycle rental like five bucks for 30 minutes it was awesome i rode it all the way to the ocean on los olas it was great it was so easy to do get a membership or you could just pay as you go so nice just enjoying my time going up and down the seaboard no problems it is it is a city though cities have their fast pace their hustle and bustle can be overwhelming but as far as cities go, it's way more than livable. And it's very much lovable. I just think it gets overshadowed by Palm Beach and Miami. Now, as far as Miami goes, Miami can be a fun time. You can have good food in Miami. You can have a good time in Miami. But it's not Miami we're talking about. Not even close. It's South Beach you're talking about. South Beach, that whole area, is actually where you're going to enjoy your time. That's all it is. That's where you're going to get your good Cuban food. That's where you're going to have your drinks. That's where you're going to see the cool cars that are most likely rented. So, it's, it's basically that one spot. And as far as living in Miami, ooh, you're playing with fire. It's block to block. That's a tough area. Tough area. And I'm, look, you're looking for a crazy way of living. You could do it in Miami. But if you're looking for, in my opinion, guarantee, right up the street, Fort Lauderdale. It was a beautiful city. It was a beautiful time. I have nothing negative to say about it, and I hope to visit it very again very soon. And if anything, and if this shit keeps getting weirder up here in New Hampshire, New Hampshire, you're on fucking notice. Florida did it right. We didn't necessarily do it. We came close to doing it very wrong, but when it comes to Florida, they nailed it. Florida as a whole nailed it with how they handled this whole past two years. In Fort Lauderdale, best city I've ever been to. Best city I have ever been to. Try to offer me a different one. Not sure if you can. Fort Lauderdale, the Fairfield. Uh, all the restaurants that I went to, Rossi's, Luigi's, Cuba Libre, Cigar Bar. Thank you for having me. I hope to come back soon. It was freaking awesome. Um, if you're going to fly into Fort Lauderdale, they have many different options. National Airport, so you can go JetBlue, you can go Southwest, you can go Delta. Um, 
take a pick. In the meantime, we're killing it at about just over an hour. Uh, I'd like to thank you guys for sticking with me. Uh, thank you guys for, uh, you know, I was gone for a week and obviously I was busy. So wanted to get this thing out of the way. Great time, Fort Lauderdale. If you have any questions, concerns, or comments, or if you're, if you're in Fort Lauderdale, you're looking for a place to eat, I can actually point it out to you on the map. What was the name of that place? Uh, where was it? Here. Scroll down to Boatyard, Harverdale, Esther's Diner. Okay. Got to go over the river here, down to Los Olas. Right. So there's Rocco's Tacos to get far called Rossi's. Rossi Italian Bistro. E that is it. Double check on this. Double check. I want to make sure I got the right place. Where's the fair? Where's the Fairfield? Oakland Park. Where's that Fairfield? F.A.R. Fairfield in E. Fort Lauderdale. Fairfield Inn, Suites, Chase Banks, Morton Steakhouse. Yep, this is it. Okay. So we one of the ten, one of the, the place we didn't go to was American Social. Um, but as far as oh, Louis Bossy's. Excuse me, Louis Bossy's Restaurante Bar Pizza. Fantastic. Get the uh, get any pizza you want, and definitely get the pasta, the one with the galamar and the San Marzano sauce, and then change it change it to like fettuccine or. Um, so go there and then check out the river walk and then go hit the ocean. They do have a mall in that town. In the meantime, hit me up on social media, email me directly, positive sarcasm at outlook.com, do all the stuff you need to get a hold of me. I appreciate questions, concerns, comments, uh, posing music, client video work. Please go ahead and do. Thank you for listening, watching, and subscribing, and I'll talk to you all next week. Recorded here from the sandbox. Oh, the little coconut I picked up over there in the little sandbox I got right there. Talk to you guys next week. Record it here from the sandbox. This has been a positive sarcasm.
Torch now, we got the fire to burn this fucking